The Cookville girls get a big non-district win. Stone Memorial boys escape with a win over their rival. And the Cumberland County girls continue their solid play. Joined now by head coach Jamie Gillis of the Cookville girls basketball program right here on the high school playbook. A big win for the Cookville Lady Cavaliers over York on Tuesday night, 45-34. to And a game that was separated by just a point heading into the fourth quarter. Coach, what did the girls do well specifically in that final frame to pull away with a big win? Well, I feel like we we played our game better in the first and the fourth quarters, honestly. Um, we moved the ball well, and we were able just to kind of attack and get it out. And then we, we knocked some shots down, and then we're able, when, when we score, we're able to get right into our defense and our press, and that's the way we like to play. And, you know, our offense was just a little bit stagnant in the second and third quarter, and it kind of made it hard for us to get into our flow. And I felt like in the fourth quarter they did a much better job of just passing and cutting and moving and finding that open girl and then – um, knocking it down always helps. Coach, the first time we talked this season, it was after that Blackman game to open up the year uh, right at about a month ago. The only loss you guys have had that this season. Since then, it's been seven wins in a row, and you guys have played some really good basketball teams. How much confidence is this team playing with right now? They're playing with a lot of confidence. And, you know, uh, that Blackman game, um, you know, I'm, I'm playing two, three freshmen in my lineup every single night and so to, to throw them in against Blackman first game of the season with just a couple of weeks of practice was probably not ideal it's probably poor scheduling on my part honestly but um you know they they got out there though and they they we learned from that we learned from that loss and we went back and we were able to see some things that we had to do to get better and that just motivated them to work harder in practice and then we've just built on that every game and um you know they're just learning how to play this team is you know so much different than last year's team with different personnel so they're just you know, they're learning each other and learning how to how to move and cut, and they just seem to be improving, you know, with each game. Uh, Coach, I wanted to ask about that, and it kind of leads me into this one. How different is this team, even just from that first game against Blackman to now where you guys have won seven games in a row and are playing some pretty good basketball now? Yeah, I mean, they're just playing, like you said, more confident, and they, they're more sure of themselves, especially my younger kids who are, are getting to come in and play. And, you know, Jordan and Cassie um, have been – such good leaders uh, on on the floor, and they're just they they've helped those younger kids out, and so it's just it's just a completely different team dynamic than what it was last year. You know, last year I had you know four seniors playing with my two juniors, and so it was they'd been playing together a long time, and so this year it's more of you know Jordan and Cassie kind of navigating through and helping those younger kids get to where they need to be and do what they're what they're supposed to do, and like I said, they're just sponges. They they soak it up, and and they're just getting better and better every game. Coach, would you say that there's more, maybe maybe more talent on the team this year? You had the senior leadership last year, kind of had that experience last year, or is it just the the teams are different from last year to this year? Yeah, I don't think it's more talent. I think it's just different. You know, um, whereas last year with Bailey and and Shay Cunningham, I had a lot of uh, shooting, and mm-hmm. this year I still have that shooting, but I have more of a threat. Um, you know, those, that they can get to the rim. Um, and, you know, we, we miss KK for sure. She was such a good passer and rebounder and scorer for us, you know, but it's just they're just different in how they, they've come in and, and, you know, how we're moving the ball. And we're running different offenses. We're running different defenses. It's just a completely different look, honestly. Talking with head coach Jamie Gillis of the Cookville Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. And coach, obviously the the schedule, no nights off for you guys, and that remains true coming up on Friday. You'll travel to Warren County, the Lady Pioneers, 7-3 and three on the season. Uh, what do you know about them this season? 
Um, from the film I've watched, you know, they get after it. They're they're quick. They like to press. They like to play fast, which is how we like to play. So I, I expect it to be an up-and-down battle. Um, they've got some really good kids, and they've got some, some kids that have played together for a long time. They're, they're junior and senior-led, too. So um, I, I expect it to be a battle. And, you know, Warren County always has a good student section. They always have a good crowd, and it's a tough place to play. So uh, we'll have to be ready for sure. Are there anything you guys are working on specifically in practice to get ready for that one? Um, I mean, we're just trying to fine-tune the things that, that we've still got to work on. We've, we've got to work more on our offensive flow and making sure we're getting in. And, you know, we want to work on defense just as far as, you know, staying with your man and not putting him to the free-throw line. We, we let York shoot way too many free-throws. So we've got, to, we've got to learn how to play a little bit better defense with our hands up and off of them um, so we can just, you know, not put them on the free-throw line and give them the easy basket. Coach, I know you're not looking past Warren County, but i, I got to ask about it. You guys are taking part in a pretty cool opportunity playing in that Nike Tournament of Champions next week in Arizona, uh, pretty much right after that Warren County game. You guys will turn around and head out there for that one. How excited are you guys just to take part in, in that with so many good teams from around the country? Uh, we're, we're really excited, and, and you're right. We, we play Friday night, and then we, we fly out Saturday morning. So um, not, not a lot of time to uh, rest and relax before we head that way, but you know, we've got a lot of things planned for the girls out there, and I think it'll be a good team trip, and um, it'll be definitely some really good competi- uh, competition. So we're looking forward to it and then able to get back in here for Christmas and, you know, have a few days off when we get back. Yeah, of course, you, you get, after Christmas, you get that Independence Classic kind of closer to Nashville as well, take on some uh, another couple of good teams in, in Ravenwood, and then you get Livingston Academy as well. And, Coach, I wanted to ask about just kind of throughout this Christmas break, throughout this winter break, what do you really want to see your team do well before you come back after the first of the year? Well, we want to stay healthy, first of all. And, you know, we just want to keep working on all those little things that, that we do well. We just want to do them better. You know, we want to keep – working on um, how, how we want to run our offense and moving that ball and, and boxing out every time. And, you know, Isabel Garcia is in the post for us, and she's just now starting to, to warm up and really start to make some moves in the post and get some, some big-time putbacks for us. And so I want to see, you know, her continue to grow and her confidence continue to grow. And I think, um, you know, her teammates definitely – uh, believe in her and so she she I think I think she's going to be the difference maker going through this um, and, and transitioning into district play that's head coach Jamie Gillis with the Cookville girls basketball program right here on the high school playbook get a fun matchup with Warren County coming up on Friday coach we appreciate the time as always thanks for having me joined now by head coach Bobby McWilliams of the Upperman boys basketball program right here on the high school playbook coach remain undefeated on the season and proved to want to know in district seven triple-a play after beating white county in overtime 58 to 55 last Friday and I gotta start it right there coach what was that win like on the road last Friday well uh you know playing white county is never easy I guess playing on the road in this league is never easy but we're just very fortunate. Uh, you know, it was a big win for us to get the district started off. So um, we're just happy to get out of there with the win any way we could. Coach, I know uh, trailing a little bit in that game and even late into the game, you guys force a three at the buzzer just to force the overtime period and then kind of take over in that overtime period. H- how proud were you of your team just to kind of weather some of the adversity against a good basketball team and still come out with a win? Yeah, you know that's kind of a character of who these kids are. We uh, they're they're going to keep playing and they're going to keep uh, fighting all the way till the end. You never uh, you never uh, can count these kids out. They uh, 
you know, that's what we kept telling them. Just got to keep playing and hopefully good things will, you know, happen for you. And, and they did. So we were, uh, you know, we were just hoping to be able to give ourselves a chance at the end to at least get it to overtime or, or, or get a win. And, uh, we hung around long enough and, uh, you know, we're able to, Jackson was able to make a big shot for us to get it over time to give us every chance. And, uh, we were just very fortunate. You guys were able to get it to that overtime period, even without one of your better players. And AJ Nash went down earlier on in the game with an injury. How how's his status today? How's he doing? Well, he's still pretty banged up. Um, you know, we're he's getting getting in to see an orthopedist on Monday, so uh, you know he's going to be sidelined for for some time. So uh, we won't know exactly how long, uh, probably until maybe sometime next week. But uh, you know, it's a big loss for us. He's done a lot of things for us this year as far as his roles changing to running the point most of the time. You know, he was a leading scorer, so um, you know we're going to have to. Uh, back up and look and see what we need to do going forward uh, with his absence. But uh, these kids are pretty resilient. Um, you know, I, I have confidence that somebody's going to step up, you know, and, and be able to take a little different role themselves. But we'll, you know, we'll definitely uh, miss him. You can't replace kids that do what he does on the floor. Well, Coach, fortunately for you, like you mentioned, uh, those other kids stepping up, they were able to do that late in that White County game, still get the win. And I want to ask about it, too. Obviously, it's an early district game, and there's only one or two for most teams before you get to January. How big is this game specifically going to be kind of in that late January, February time period? Well, you know, it could uh, it, it could play a major role in the standings as going forward. Um, it's unfortunate for all the teams in our league. Um, you know, we have so many teams in our district that we are having to play district games before Christmas. And, you know, a lot of people have got, um, you know, kids playing football and get back late. And, um, you know, you're still kind of trying to find your way, especially if you have new players on, you know, in a new team setting. So, um, you know, it's just, it's what it is. Um, and we have to, we have to deal with it, you know, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult when you look across the state and there's many districts who don't start any of their district play until after after Christmas. So, but um, it is what it is, and uh, you know we're kind of accustomed to doing it. So um, we just hope that um, you know we hope that we can string together some wins in January to give ourselves um, at least a, an opportunity to be up towards the top. Uh, but um, you know, it's a long race, and uh, you just have to think getting some on the road uh, early in the season is uh, going to play a big role at some point. Talking with head coach Bobby McWilliams of the Upperman Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, what have you really liked from your team through five games of play so far this season? You know, I, I think our depth um, has been something that um, we felt like was going to be a strength of ours, and it has been. You know, we, we showed that the other night. We had kids come in and um, step up and make some big plays off the bench for us. Um, um, I, I feel like that. Um, I feel like our team chemistry is really good right now. I feel like these guys are um, really taking on uh, the role of, of whatever we're asking them to do. And um, you know, I just uh, our work ethic and practices uh, has been just top notch, as good as we've had. So, um, as a coach and a coaching staff, that's all you can ask for going forward. Um, if they keep doing that, you know, hopefully good things will happen for them. But you got a sure got a chance to get better when you practice hard every day, and that's what these kids do. So, you know, that's probably the one thing that sticks out with all the coaches uh, when we have our meetings that uh, 
these guys um, certainly work hard every day, and they don't take plays off in practice. So uh, you just hope that that at, in the end that they'll continue to get better. And by the time tournament time rolls around, you're uh, you know you're hitting on all cylinders. Well, Coach, uh, you mentioned kind of that hard work, that team chemistry, and a chance to kind of pay it off to them this week, you guys down in Florida, and kind of taking the week before you get into that Palm Coast Classic. And I do want to ask about that Classic coming up this weekend. What, what do you expect to see both team-wise, and what have you guys kind of been doing to prepare for it? Well, we're going to see lots of length and lots of athleticism. Um, you know, that's uh, stuff we can't simulate in a regular season or we can't simulate in practice. Uh uh, an incredible athleticism with some of these teams and the length that they have as well. Um, you know, hopefully we'll prepare you for later on down the road. Uh, but, um, you know, anytime you come to Florida and play, um, it's kind of a different style of basketball, first of all. But um, you have to be um, ready to compete every possession of every game. And, and that kind of gets us um, propelled into January, kind of getting ready for a big district stretch run. Leslie, Coach, I know you've obviously had to deal with the football guys kind of coming back late almost every single year because they're playing football late into the season. Does it seem like those guys have finally transitioned uh, into basketball shape at this point? Well, not exactly. Uh, They're better than they were this time last year, for sure. You know, but we got them back a little bit earlier. Um, but they, um, they still, they, they've got a lot of, lot of things to, to get straightened out. I mean, they're, uh, they're kind of fumbly with the ball. They're not as, they're not near as, uh, um, sharp and crisp and, and they're, then they're, their overall conditioning, their cardio is not nearly as good as it will be hopefully in mid January. Uh, but but they are don't get me wrong they are better than than they had been just because we got them back a couple weeks early unexpectedly so um, you know we're we're still climbing that mountain trying to get them uh, back in the groove um, you know one thing that helps each of these kids is that our depth is is good enough that we've um, that they don't have to play extended minutes so that gives them the opportunity to play uh, as hard as they like to uh, in shorter spurts uh, right now until we can get some cardio, you know, uh, get our conditioning back and uh, get our legs under us, you know, get more of a basketball mode. That's it, Coach Bobby McWilliams with the Upperman Boys Basketball Program down in Florida right now and uh, taking part in the Palm Coast Classic coming up this weekend. Coach McWilliams, we appreciate the time as always. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for having me on. Joined now by head coach Michelle Farley-Carson of the Monterey Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. The Monterey Lady Wildcats 5-6 and six on the season. Their last game last Friday against Van Buren County on the road. Lost in that game against a good Van Buren County team. But coach, what did the Eagles do a good job of to make it difficult last week in that game? Yeah, um, so we kind of were faced with some challenges um, when we went into Friday because we were out two of our starting post players. Um, and, of course, if you've been watching the Van Buren uh, County girls, they have a lot of really good tall post players. So um, it kind of hurt us a little bit as far as the defensive end went um, when we played that game. You know, we struggled a little bit, too, even early on that first quarter um, of just trying to score. Um, we finally started picking it up the second, third, and fourth quarter. Um, but, you know, it's just it's little things like that um, that I think kind of set us back. And, and um, when we were playing then, they did a really good job of, of taking advantage and hitting a lot of their shots that they were throwing up. Um, I don't think they – I would say their percentage was pretty high from the field. 
Coach, I know that one, that game wasn't quite as close as some of your others have been, but you've been involved in quite a few close games this season in being some of your losses. Mm-hmm. What does your team have to do a little bit better job of to come out on top in those close games? Yeah, um, so we've, we've talked about that a little bit. You know, we um, have talked you know, primarily about how um, sometimes it seems like we might be like a three-quarter uh, team than like necessarily a four-quarter team. Like we might have three really good quarters, but then there might be one quarter throughout the game where we just don't live up to the the hop and the expectation that we might have been at, um, you know, throughout those uh, quarters we did really good on. Um, and so um, we've, we've talked about how we need to kind of correlate all of, the good things that we're doing in those three quarters and try to pick it up a fourth quarter as well. Um, and, you know, just kind of making sure that we're working as a team all time and just trying to put forth the effort um, throughout the entire game instead of just part of the game. Coach, does a lot of that come from experience and, and just to kind of having some juniors and seniors who have been in a lot of those situations before? Um, yeah, you know, um, I think it, this is all kind of new to us, you know, winning a lot of games or, you know, being competitive and stuff because that's not really something that this um, program has had in the past. And so, you know, I think it's kind of a, a new, like, atmosphere and field for even some of our experienced players. Um, you know, this year's team consists of um, basically, you know, half experienced players, and then we've got a lot of um, freshmen and uh, underclassmen too. So I think it's kind of a learning game for, like, both sides. Um, but, you know, a lot of our older classmen and some of those that have had more experience, they, um, they're doing a good job, I think, of adapting and trying to realize what we've got to do in some of these situations to kind of close the gaps and um, be competitive. Well, Coach, after the loss to Van Buren County this last Friday, you get ready for a midway game. Before we get into that, though, you get a full week of practice to get ready for that game. What are some things that, that you looked at, at at film and what are some things you were working on in practice this week? Yeah, um, so our plan this week is, you know, we're trying to get a lot of shots up. Um, we're going to try to um, focus a little bit more on the defenses that we're running and making sure that we're running those properly. Um, we're getting into that point where we're going to be facing a lot of tougher teams, maybe than what we've already been seeing. Um, and so in order for us to compete, we're going to have to make sure that our defense is, um, you know, where it needs to be. And so we're going to look at that a lot um, uh, before midway, especially. We're talking with head coach Michelle Farley-Carson of the Monterey Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, let's talk about that midway game a little bit coming up on the road on Friday. And before we get into the matchup a little bit, I've always heard coaches talk about playing kind of that East Tennessee or West Tennessee basketball, how it's different than the Upper Cumberland style of basketball. What makes it difficult to go to this time specifically to East Tennessee? Um, you know, I think sometimes the time change, you know, always affects uh, people. Um, you know, we played Sunbright, um, I think it was last week, and um, I can kind of tell, you know, just with the even with us traveling and stuff that sometimes that we don't always seem to have our ducks in a row when we go um, out that direction. Um, as far as going to Midway, I, I'm not real sure when the last time um, the school has played. I know when I used to play, we used to go down to Midway all the time, um, and we and it was always a fun atmosphere, um, and we enjoyed going. And so I'm hoping that you know us, us starting to play them, you know, again this year will be kind of like that for the girls, and they'll enjoy going down there um, and adapt um, a little bit to that too. Well, let's break down the matchup a little bit. What do you know about Midway? Well, um, I've kind of seen some of the teams that they've played, and they've played um, some similar matchups kind of to what we are. Um, Based on kind of what I've watched, I think they're about the same type of team maybe that we are. Um, I think as far as the competitiveness, I think it'll be a good matchup. Um, And I'm really hoping that my girls will just kind of step up a little bit on Friday and hopefully we'll pull out another win.
Coach, since the last time we had talked on OEA, that was kind of the preview of the season, preview of the team, and you mentioned how uh, you had to deal with uh, some of the loss in that post-production from last season into this season. Through the first 11 games of this season, is there anything that you've learned about your team? Um, yeah, um, I've, I think the big thing that I've learned is that um, these girls have done a really good job of adapting to what we've been given um, going into each game. Um, and mainly the reason I say that is because um, I don't really think that we've played maybe more than one game this entire year where we've had our full lineup. <laughs> we've either had people out with sickness or injuries, and um, it's really hard to adjust and, and kind of adapt, especially when you have some of your key players out. Um, and I think that we've you know, done a really good job of just trying to stay in these games when we've had the, you know, kind of the lower hand going into it. Um, and, you know, that that's hard a hard thing to do, especially when you depend on certain players out there um, each game. And then when they're, um, you know, out, it, it's it's kind of hard sometimes to fill those gaps. But I feel like this team's done a really good job of, of trying to not let that affect how they play. That's head coach Michelle Farley-Carson with the Monterey Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. They get a fun road matchup with Midway on the road coming up on Friday. Coach Farley-Carson, we appreciate the time as always. Joined now by head coach Neil Caps of the Stone Memorial Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach 9-1 and one on the season now after beating Crosstown rival Cumberland County last night 51-47. to And uh, a four-point victory, a win is a win, but what did you think of the win last night? Uh, there's no question. You, there's no such thing as a bad win. Um, I think uh, in those games, you can take the records and throw them out because, uh, you know, the CCHS obviously proved that. They come out and played really, really hard. They competed really, really hard. Um, and, and you know, having a their record was 2-6 and six coming in. Ours is 8-1. and one. Could have been a situation of our guys just kind of overlooking them or taking them for granted. And they and CCHS flat out came out with a lot of mo- emotion and passion and um you know, that's, it's a good learning tool for us. We uh, got a lot of room to improve and get better. It's a long season. So, but it, there's no such thing as a bad win. We're happy with the win. Uh, the, you know, we, we had kids down the stretch and made plays to give us a chance to win the game because there was, there was a, uh, it was a tie ball game late. Uh, you know, we, it went back and forth deep into the fourth quarter and it wasn't until the last minute and a half that we were able to stretch somewhat of a lead out. Uh, to give us a, a little cushion. So, uh, you know, Coach Denny had them ready to play. And, uh, you know, when he team, you know, that, that cut, you know, you know, my guys were, we played hard when we had to and got the win. But uh, I got to do a better job as a coach to make sure they're ready to play against anybody, no matter what the record. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, happy with the win. Well, the good thing is, too, you guys improved to 2-0 and in district play here in December before you get back into it in January as well, and you kind of go back into that non-district play. But before we get there, Coach, I did want to ask you, you guys had a, an emotional game against Cookville this past Saturday that goes into overtime, a couple of big-time performances on both sides from both teams. How proud were you of the way your team bounced back and then even dealt with some adversity in the game last night and still came out with a win? Well, there's, you know, Cookville was a, you know, it's a non-district, but you know, you always want to play hard and compete against Cookville. Uh, they had added, they had added motivation. We had beat them at their place, and you know, we were coming off a, a win on Friday where we we had some success, and you know, we're able to get a, a big district win and to move, you know, and so did they. They had a big, uh, a big. Uh, away game on on Friday, so for them to come in here and um, you know that was a really a great environment, one of the best high school environments I've seen in a long time. And, uh, two, you know, we had had really good performances on both sides. Two two teams really competing. We had a lot of guys making plays. 
Uh, you know, I know a lot of times it's just the guys that score a lot that get a lot of attention. But, you know, we had a lot of guys really make plays defensively away from the ball. Um, you know, so, you know, we, it was a really fun game to be a part of. And, um, you know, and to play against a team like Cooperville, uh and then come into this game again, there there could be a chance that, that you, you overlook somebody. And, and that's a great learning tool to, you know, take everybody serious and give everybody proper credit. Uh, I, I remember as a little little boy, my dad used to tell me on a given day, a given team can beat a given team. So it, 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 uh, it's a great learning tool, and that's a part of the season. You know, that struggle and um, is part of a season, and it helps you grow, helps you get better as a team. Talking with head coach Neil Caps of the Stone Memorial Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, coach, you've mentioned uh, kind of getting better early on this season, having some learning tools to kind of look back upon. Of course, you guys have been tested early on in a few games and only have the one blemish on the record right now. But what have you liked from your team? What have you learned? And what are you guys working on to get going forward? Well, so far we're competing really well. We, you know, we play hard. One of the, you know, they're very coachable. Uh, so far, we I like the way we we're getting. You know, we have had, um, um, you know, we gave up 81 points to Cookville, but other than that, I feel we've defended very well this year. We we compete defensively and rebound the basketball. Um, and, uh, so I'm very tickled with that. Offensively, we're still, we'll, we'll, we're still in, in, in offense is one of the hardest things to find your chemistry at, uh, throughout this season. And, and we are working on that. We're getting better at that. You know, we have, we have two really good guy, players that can go get a bucket by themselves. And we have a lot of guys around them that, um, are good pieces that, that find themselves in spots, can knock down shots. And, uh, and it just takes a lot. It takes a long time in a season. I'm a big, I'm, I, I don't know. I guess it come from, uh, my coaches when I was younger and when I, in my playing days is one of the things that they would always talk about is, is you play your best basketball after Christmas, you know, cause you, you spend a lot of your time before Christmas dialing things in, developing your chemistry. And, um, so, and that's what we're doing as well. Uh, but, uh, it just takes, it takes a time and I feel we're getting better at it. But uh, right now, defensively, I think we got to improve in, in all phases. But uh, right now, I'm really happy with how we're defending uh, and how we're rebounding the basketball. Uh, Coach, you kind of mentioned dialing it in before you get back into January and into district play again. And you get to stay home this weekend, kind of get your own Christmas classic coming up this weekend. Just take me through that, some of the teams involved, and, and who you guys will be facing. Okay. So, uh, yeah, on Friday, we were only able to get one team to come up. Um, uh, to our classic this year, CCHS will be playing Apostolic Christian, who has two really good players. Got a kid averaging about 27, and another big man averaging about 19. Uh, they'll play uh, CCHS will play Apostolic uh, on Friday at six, and then we'll turn around on Saturday and play Apostolic um, uh, on Saturday at four. Uh, the Apostolic is out of uh, Knoxville, and usually the thing I found out uh, teams teams usually don't. You know, surprise teams that you think you haven't heard of usually don't call you unless they they think they have a chance to beat you and they want to get out and challenge themselves. So they're very good. I've already watched them on film. Uh, Coach Maupin does a really good job. Uh, this this is a group uh, quality quality team coming in here, and uh, they got some really nice players. It'll be it'll be worth coming out and seeing a team that you probably hadn't heard of to see some really good players. It's going to be a fun matchup for the Stone Memorial Panthers. They get Apostolic Christian coming up on Saturday. That's head coach Neil Caps with the Stone Memorial Panthers right here on the High School Playbook. Coach Caps, we appreciate the time.
Thank you very much, Jake, for having us. We appreciate you. Thanks and God bless. Joined now by head coach Michael Green of the York Institute Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Fell to a very good Cookville team on Tuesday night, 45-34. to Game was only separated by a point heading into the fourth quarter. Coach, what did the Lady Cavs do a good job of in that final frame to kind of make it difficult for you guys? Uh, they're solid defensively. Uh, you know, one of the better defensive teams that uh, that we'll face all season. Uh, they got length. They're long. Uh, you know, second. Uh, I guess going into the fourth quarter, there we, you know, we played some freshmen that hadn't played uh, much at all, and we were trying to, you know, we're trying to get a little uh, speed the game up just a little bit at a few different times, uh, and. Probably not, you know, probably not our best uh, trapping lineup, but we were doing the best we could. And uh, we ended up giving up, uh, you know, some open threes. We were helping off a little bit too much. But they did, they did a good job of knocking their shots down. When, you, you know, when you're having to help off on Gallagher and uh, Gillies, uh, you know, when you're having to help off like that and they kick it out, if, if there are other players, I think uh, the freshman Gillies hit a couple threes there. Uh, when you're having to help off like that and they're knocking down outside shots, it's very hard to defend. And, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't do a very good job offensively any, any point of the night. Coach, I just the second loss of the season for you guys and the two losses, two of the best teams in 4A right now in this state. You've already played one heck of a schedule even outside of those two games. How do you hope that games like this one prepare your team for late February and March games? That's, you know, that's why I scheduled this way. I knew there was a good chance that we would have some, you know, have some losses that we're not used to having, uh, you know, and we're down, uh, you know, two different girls that have actually started for us this season. And, and to go in there, you know, we had a we had another freshman get get her first start of the season last night and actually got two more freshmen in it hadn't really got any meaningful minutes. And, you know, that's big, that's big time. I mean, you hate, you hate to lose, but uh, to get those those girls, those minutes that they wouldn't normally get, you know, if we had everybody healthy, you know, that key, you've always got to be ready. And, you, you know, you get, the, get in these tournaments between foul trouble and injuries, you never know who's going to have to be on the floor. And, you know, if nothing else, last night got got some players some experience that that might not get that experience if we were if we were completely healthy. Coach, you kind of mentioned some of those injuries, and I know you've kind of been dealing with that all throughout this season. One of your key players, and Josie Linder, hasn't played this season yet. What what's her progress? And then what what are some of the other injuries that you guys are dealing with? And and how close are they to coming back into that starting lineup? But, you know, Josie. She started off uh, before the season. She was going to be. She was going to be in the starting lineup. She actually went down before the season ever started. So she's not got. A, she's not gotten a chance to play in a regular season game yet. She's actually going today, hopefully, to get cleared uh, out of her boot that she's been in for six weeks. And we're not real sure how long it'll take her to get back. Uh, Rayleigh Werner, freshman, stepped in. Uh, Josie Spot did a you know did a great job defensively. He helped us uh, handling the ball. And then she went down Friday uh, last week. Uh, didn't have any games at all. On the very last day of practice, she she turned her ankle pretty bad, and uh, you know she's been out. So we we really we we missed it. And you can't you know it's hard to compete with a team as good as Cokeful, uh, you know, without your best five or six players. But you know there's no excuse. We uh, you know I thought I thought I thought our players that hadn't got any playing time before did did a pretty solid job for us. I, I was I was impressed. Cokeful's just a really good team, and if you know you don't play four solid quarters against them, you're gonna get beat.
Talking with head coach Michael Green of the York Institute girls basketball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, when you guys finally do get back to full strength uh, injury wise and you don't have the injuries to kind of deal with, how nice is that going to be to kind of be back to full strength? And do you think there's going to be somewhat of a transition period for both Josie and then you mentioned uh, Werner getting back in there too? Yeah, I don't think Rayleigh, Rayleigh won't be as uh, as big a problem where she's played. You know, she's uh, you know hopefully she'll just miss a few games. Uh, I think it's going to take a while for Josie. She's she's been. I mean, she's literally not. Uh, she's not been able to walk because uh, she's had to have the boot locked this whole time uh, for six weeks. So it's going to be. You know, it's going to be a little bit for her. But you know, I told her when it, when it first happened. I said the main thing is, you know, we're, we're be grateful that it's not the end of the season. You know, postseason time, and you're out. We're getting another way now. And hopefully, everything will be good. Uh, but it's going to take some time. And uh, you know, we can. We're going to be a different team. You know, defensively and the things that we we can do when we get them back. That's a big key. Last night we were needing to kind of maybe speed the game up there at times, and, and we just really didn't have the lineup that could do that. Uh, but I thought the girls done a good job. I've just got to do a better job of getting us. Uh, you know, a little smoother executing things offensively. Oh, well, coach, it's a quick turnaround for you guys. Get Oneida and then Clay County on Friday. At least both of the games are at home. What do you expect to see in those two games coming up? Well, actually, they messed the schedule up. We're at, we're at Oneida tomorrow night. Uh, Oneida is always, you know, they're, they're a strong single A team. Uh, and when you go to Oneida, you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully we won't dwell in this loss too bad, and uh, you know we'll we'll go ahead and look forward Thursday night, and uh, you know Bonita's got the Pike girl. She's you know she's their best player. I think she's signed with maybe Johnson University where Gabby's going, and then Clay County on Friday night. If you're not ready to play County, uh, Clay County, you know they'll uh, they'll beat you as well. We're all in one on the week. I told the girls, uh, so we've got to take care of these next two and get back on the winning track. Coach, when when you guys are able to practice, obviously kind of a tight schedule right now with a, with a lot of games both this week and then going into next week. But when you guys are able to practice, what are some things you guys have been working on here lately? Oh, we've been working on trying to get ten players on the floor <laughs> where we can go five on five. I'm having to I'm having to grab people out of the, out of the hallways to come in here. I you know we we need to I need you five on five. Uh, we're definitely trying to focus more offensively. We've obviously. Uh, you know, not done a, a great job of of doing what we've been doing apparently. But now, I'm not. I mean, Cookville's a great defensive team. I think it, you know, yes, the offense was bad, but at the same time, Cookville's a great defensive team. They had a lot to do with how bad our offense was. Uh, but we, you know, really focusing on offense. We got to get more shots up. Uh, but it's it's you're having to walk a fine line right now because you want everybody to be healthy. You don't want anybody getting injured right now because. You know, we're, we're down to about eight eight players, and uh, we can't afford another injury. That's head coach Michael Green with the York Institute girls basketball program, Oneida on the road, and then Clay County at home on Friday. And, Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going forward. Hey, thanks for having me. Joined now by head coach Joey Agee of the DeKalb County boys basketball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach 6-3 and three on the season now, fall to 0-2 in district play after a tough loss to White County at home last night, 62-57. to And, of course, you started district playoff with a couple of really good teams in both Stone Memorial and White County last night. Uh, just take me through what your thoughts were on the game last night in a close one. Uh, well, we really just... Uh... I mean, we had a 17-point lead in the second half, and, you know, we just felt like the kids maybe got a little complacent, and they made some shots, and we had some bad possessions in a row. And uh, once that snowball starts building, it's hard to stop it sometimes. So, uh, But, yeah, we're really disappointed in, in uh, 
you know, I thought the first half probably was one of our better halves that we played all year long on um, the offense and defensive end of the floor. So, uh, really disappointed with the outcome last night. And uh, so, but there's nothing you can do about it now. Just go back to work and hope you can fix it. Coach, you mentioned that first half kind of being one of the better ones you guys have played. Does that at least give you some confidence knowing that you're taking on one of the better teams in the district and you can still play some pretty good basketball going forward? Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, I feel like that we, if we can, will continue to, if we will play four quarters, we're just looking for that. We're playing two and a half quarters really well or three quarters really well. and We haven't put four quarters together yet. And, uh, it's still young, but we we put ourselves in a hole now going 0-2 in the district, so we'll have to battle our way back out. Hey, Coach, you mentioned kind of that 0-2 record, and it's kind of a nice welcome gift for you in your first year. You get to take on Stone Memorial, makes it to the state tournament last year. White County, a very talented team. What have you learned through these first two games of district play? Well, I mean, I, I knew what I mean. I pretty much knew what it was going to be about. Um, you know. I knew that Stone was going to be very, very good. Uh, they're very well coached, and uh, you know we we were we played with them, you know, for a while, uh, twenty to twenty-one at one point in the second quarter, and it was twenty-nine to twenty, and you know the wheels came off and ended up being like forty-two to twenty-six at halftime. So, um, you know, we we got to we got to make some runs, and we got to we got to. We, we got to, you know, stop the runs that they're they're trying to do. And, you know, I, t- I even told the kids last night at halftime, I knew I knew at some point that that White County was going to make a run on us and we was going to have to withstand that. And uh, But, you know, we didn't execute offensively uh, at times in the second half, and they did. They made some big shots, and uh, we, we got lost on defense a few times. It, it really hurt us. Well, Coach, through nine games this season, you guys still 6-3, and three, a pretty good overall record. What are some positives that you have pulled that you've seen that you like from your team right now? Well, I mean, like I said, at times when we, when we, ran, our, when we ran our offense the way that we were trying to teach them to, and, and you know, we, and Coach Randolph and I, we know that these guys are still really young in the offense that we want to run and the way we want to run it. I mean, they're really only nine games in uh, with us getting a late start with the guys, so uh, just building on that, uh, I know that I know that we're going to be able to play better. Uh, the kids know that. Um, so you know, just really, uh, just putting all those things together. If we can put four quarters together, I feel like we'll be all right. Talking with head coach Joey Ag of the DeKalb County Boys Basketball Program, right here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coming up on Friday, coach, you get another matchup with Cannon County. This time at home, have played him once already this year, and that is one of your three losses against a good Cannon County team, just by a couple of points uh, on the road that time. What are you guys taking from that game film and looking at to prepare for this time around? Well, I mean, it's really been the same story for us. Basically, every loss that we've had, except for Stone, you know, really Stone. Um, you know, we never really – we didn't build a lead against them, but, you know, against Cannon County, I think we had a 12-point lead at one time. Uh, you know, just really uh, not getting complacent in, you know, what we're trying to do offensively and defensively uh, when you do build a lead. Um, you know, I've been watching game film actually today, going back and watching the Cannon County game, and, you know, it's the same story. We build a lead, we have four or five bad possessions, they have four or five good possessions, and, you know, they cut the lead to, uh, I think, four or three at halftime. And then, uh, you know, it's just a battle the rest of the way. So, 
Coach, is there anything you guys can work on in practice or drills that you can do to, to try to kind of get rid of some of that complacency or when you guys do build a lead to be able to keep on building on that lead as the game goes on? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I think it's just, you know, it's a little bit of want to uh, from, from our guys. Uh, you know, they got to want uh, to keep playing defense even when they have a lead. They got to want to keep running the offense consistently when we have leads. Um, and we got to play very smart. Uh, we're not playing smart at times. Um, you know, when you have a 17 point lead, uh, you really need to run your offense and only take really, really good shots when you need to. Uh, just trying to, you know, tick that clock down as much as possible every possession. And we just really didn't do that last night. So, you know, just trying to, uh, make sure that they understand, you know, game situation stuff, uh, and just really going through that every day in practice. Well, Coach, you get Cannon County Friday, and then next week you get the Riverdale Adidas shootout Monday and Tuesday. After that, it looks like a little bit of a nice break before you get back into district play. Uh, was that schedule set up by design, or is it just kind of how it worked out for you guys? Well, it really, the schedule was already done when I got here, so uh, I tried to get into another uh, another play, you know, another play day or shootout or somewhere that second week that, that we're off for Christmas, but was able unable to find anything close. Uh, to get in so we do have a little bit of a break um you know i don't we'll have to bring the kids in throughout that week just so we're not resting when we come back because when we come back we got Livingston on the road so uh it's just not going to get any easier for us how do you plan on maybe structuring that and i guess how often will you have practice kind of throughout that break uh we haven't really got that um uh, you know set in stone yet but we'll have the kids come in and shoot and uh, we'll have some full practices also. We'll kind of divide that up a little bit. So, uh, you know, j- just give them some time to be at home with their families and enjoy Christmas too and allow us uh, to be with our families. And we'll just we'll just kind of play it by ear as we go for the next couple of weeks. That's head coach Joey Agee with the DeKalb County Boys Basketball Program. Matchup with Cannon County at home coming up on Friday. Coach Agee, we appreciate the time as always. All right, thank you. Joined now by head coach Kim Cram-Torres of the Cumberland County Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, I'll start it off. Beat Stone Memorial last night, 52-25 to to improve to 7-2, 2-0 and 7 AAA play. And uh, what would you like about the win last night? Oh, I loved our overall, our overall focus and our overall just uh, preparation leading to this game. Um, we knew we really needed to be focused coming into it. Um, anytime you know you, you play Stone, and uh, it's it's a little crazy because it's crosstown uh, matchup, and so we we had to be at our best, and we challenged our kids to be at their best. It's a two and zero start in district play. How nice is that? And how much of an advantage is it, is it to already have two wins under your belt before you even get into kind of the thick of district play come January? Well, I think it's good just to have that confidence uh, going into it in January. But I'll tell you what, there's just not a night off. Um, and to be honest with you, there's not one game that's bigger than the, the rest in district play because everyone is just so darn good. Um, but it does feel good to ha- have a 2-0 and start on it. Well, Coach, a few nice wins in your last three games as well, taking on some good opponents. What, what are the girls really doing a good job of right now? I think the, the thing that we're really doing is we're executing really well um, I think defensively we're, we're where we've wanted to be. Um, you know, that's kind of 
the the staple of everything we want to do. We want to be able to stop people. Um, I think that we have a really balanced scoring attack right now as well, um, which is really healthy and um, uh, makes us good um, in such a tough dis- district. Through these first nine games of the season, and I know we had talked kind of before or as your season had gotten started, but have you learned anything about your team through this first part of the season so far? I think that the thing that I've learned about our kids is just how focused they want to be. I think that their their goals are bigger than um, anyone's goals, and I think that that has been the best thing about our group. You know, um, we've had kids who have sacrificed a lot um, just to uh, you know make sure that our team goals are ahead of any individual goals, and so that's the biggest thing that I've learned from our seven and two start. Um, I've also learned that, hey, we've gotten a lot tougher than last year, um, and that was kind of our number one goal going into the spring and summer is we had to get tougher. And I think that that's what I've learned um, about our kids. Talking with head coach Kim Cram Torres of the Cumberland County Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you guys don't have a game the rest of this week before you get back into action at Heritage High School next week, starting on Tuesday for one of those Christmas classics. Well, what are you guys focusing on in practice uh, here this week and getting ready for that tournament? Well, the biggest thing is, you know, um, we don't play again until Tuesday, like you mentioned, and we really, you know, we gave the kids the today off. We're in the middle of finals, so we have today off, and we have a scaled-back day tomorrow, and that's just designed to get kids healthy and, um, you know, physically healthy and, you know, get any flus and sicknesses kind of through and out of their systems, um, you know, and so uh, that's part one of it. Part two of it is moving back into uh, the weekend, and of course, early next week is all about preparation of of opponents, you know, and and making sure that the coaches have done their work in regards of um, knowing our opponents and what we have to do to win. Coach, what what are the difficulties of when you're getting ready for a tournament like that one? You guys will also go down to Pensacola after Christmas. So when you really don't know the opponents as well as you might know, obviously, the seven AAA teams, what are the difficulties in trying to get a quick scout on some teams you might face in those tournaments? Well, I think, you know, the difficulty is, is gauging uh, teams on video. You know, there there's a really, you have a really good sense of who teams are when you see them in person. And so, you know, a video can tell you a lot, but um, I think that's the biggest challenge. And being unfamiliar with the school, you know, you're kind of like, who is that? Where are they from? Um, Who are they playing? You know, here's what their record is, but who are they really? And so I think that's the biggest challenge. I think for coaches, that's the number one responsibility that we have is, you know, getting that information and then, of course, uh, sharing it with our team. Um, our, our players, you know, their job is to execute the things that we ask them to. And so we have to inform them the, the best we can. But, yeah, I mean, not knowing teams and being unfamiliar with them, it could be a blessing and a curse because sometimes it's good not to know who you're playing. You just kind of go in and you just play and you worry about your own self. Um, sometimes, you know, you have a tendency to overscout and overthink teams. And so sometimes it's a good break uh, to play teams that you don't know. Coach, are there any areas your team needs to get better at before we get back into district play come January? Yeah, I think that, you know, um, we, we have had um, 
just some some things in our defensive rotations that we really want to clean up, um, that we want to improve on. I think, you know, uh, from a viewer's standpoint, uh, from a spectator's standpoint, we've been pretty good defensively. But from our viewpoint, there's some rotation things that we want to really uh, kind of attack and, and get better at. So those next few days will be, be about uh, talking those um, rotations through and figuring out where the breakdowns keep coming from. That's head coach Kim Cram Torres with the Cumberland County Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. No more games the rest of this weekend. They'll get back in action coming up next Tuesday at Heritage High School. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. I appreciate you guys. Thank you.